We want to thank everyone for coming out and listening to Lightning Hood Live, our weekly review of all things Bitcoin and Lightning Network related. This is our way to give back to the Bitcoin community with resources and educational content. Make sure to check out our website, www.lightninghood.com, for a more in-depth experience. Please enjoy this episode of Lightning Hood Live. All right, everybody. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Everyone listening listening in. Thanks again. Appreciate everybody when you come out and listen to us. Uh, it's an exciting night tonight. We've got two great guests on with us. Um, right now, you're joined by Coinbeezy, Veritas, and myself, Pura Vida. And we, again, appreciate you guys coming out every week. Um, but tonight, we have the creators of Noddle on with us, Keto Miner and Askew. I don't want to say the rest of the name because I don't know how to pronounce it. So uh, I'll let you introduce yourself here in a few minutes. But um, welcome on, fellas. Uh, welcome back, the two of you guys that are always on with us. But uh, yeah, everybody say hey. Hey, welcome, guys. Noodle. Hi, guys. Hi, thanks for having us. Well, we appreciate it. I know it's late over there, so we're... We'll respect your all's time, but um, just to keep everybody on par with how we usually do this, we're going to just go through a, a skimming review of the fantastic article BZ threw out again, as always. So, BZ, great job. Appreciate everything on that. Um, got about eight topics we'll go over, and then we'll go to chat all noddle. So, see what's going on there and what's uh, what's planned for the future. So, um, fellas, noddle fellas. Chime in on anything we talk about here. It's kind of open discussion on any of the topics we bring up. So it'll be pretty uh, sweet and easy. So um, I'm going to screen share here, which I did not do. Give me one second. Sorry about that. All right. Can you guys see that? All right. So um, just to get started here. Um, the big one of the announcements we saw this week, um, Casa guys, they are now came out and finally said they're doing Bitcoin and Bitcoin and lightning only. It's great news. I wish it was kind of that way from the get go, but it's all good. Any, any, uh, any thoughts there? Not really. I mean, honestly, I think it's, it's good to see them focusing on Bitcoin and lightning only. Um, you know, I hope to see even more developers uh, in the space start to focus on Bitcoin and the Lightning Network only. Hopefully, they uh, they can kick off a trend. Yeah, I, I think it was the intent from the beginning. Actually, uh, we were just a miscommunication due to one picture on the website, but it was pretty clear that they would do Bitcoin only since the beginning. Anybody else? <laughs> All right. Guess not. All right. Well, that was easy. Um, this was ex exciting to see. So Lightning Labs, they announced their um, new light. Well, not new, but it's been in test testnet for a while you're now. Not, but, uh, you're not sharing your screen anymore. All right. Hold on one second. Sorry, guys. Um, 
threw my mojo off here. All right. So Lightning Labs, the Lightning app, uh, it went on Bitcoin mainnet. So I think that's great. It's got updated features of Neutrino, Autopilot, uh, just updated user experience. Um, I personally haven't played with it, so I can't really speak on it. Um, I am curious to see how Neutrino does in the wild and see what everybody thinks. What do y'all, what do y'all think there? Um, yeah, I think this is a great, you know, I was checking out the, um, their beta app on iOS and, um, it's pretty cool. I, I just was waiting for mainnet to kind of see, you know, um, the autopilot feature, at least like for the, for the default for LND, like it, it doesn't give you like granularity. So, um, I don't really know anyone on testnet, so it's kind of hard to kind of like connect into the network, um, in a meaningful way. So, I've been just kind of waiting for for the main net to launch so I can kind of play around with it more and and have better connectivity. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I've kind of been in the same boat. Um, I played with the mobile app on Testnet, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, I also didn't know a lot of people that were also on Testnet, so I didn't get to really play around with it as much. But one thing I noticed was just kind of the synchronization uh, time. Um, seem pretty long. So I don't know. I'm just kind of curious going into the future, at least on mobile, um, how that might improve in terms of just the time to, to synchronize with the, uh, the blockchain. Um, that was just one drawback that I noticed on mobile. Maybe that's a little bit better on, on the desktop version, but even still, um, I think it's good to, you know, have more options available and, and just see different developers projects kind of come into fru to fruition. Yeah, I, I didn't see it myself, but I've listened to TFTC and Matt had some pretty interesting uh, uh, thoughts about it. Apparently, there's, it's a very walled garden, so the, the sync on the desktop app apparently is very fast. You you are like synced before you finished uh, confirming your, your first, first funds you sent to the app. <laughs> Uh, but it's very restrictive in what you can do. Apparently, it uh, it does autopilot, and you can only it only builds private channels and only outgoing channels. So it's pretty confusing as how it works. Mm. You're like forced to use loop to to get some some funds back uh, in your channels. It's it's pretty weird. Hmm. That's interesting. I didn't even know that. Have you, Keto, speaking of loop, have you messed around with that too much? I've, I've done a little bit with it. But... No, I didn't have time yet. Okay. Yeah, it looks interesting. Um, trying. I'm curious to see how the whole fee situation plays out with it because I know it's adjustable based on what the mempool is looking like. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, but, yeah, so Lightning's doing great stuff. We all run their their back end here for all our nodes. So it's uh, they, they're doing a great job out there and keep it up guys. Um, but so next, I thought this was really cool. Uh, Matt O'Dell created a product called final message uh, dot and it's final message dot IO. And basically it's a, a backup plan. If you kind of go missing, go dark, d people don't hear from you in a while. Um, there's an automatic, message sent to those that you put in it, uh, put on the message to pass along any of that information you want them to get, say your, your, your keys, whatever for them to access funds. Um, 
I think it's a really cool idea. I mean, it's just another option as a backup plan to kind of safeguard those keys or whatever you want them to safeguard. Um, and of course you can pay with it or you will pay with Bitcoin. So pretty cool. What do y'all think there? Yeah. I mean, this sounds pretty cool. Um, I, this is not one of the stories that I kind of looked at, but is it like a, a private server that they're running or are they um, like, wh where's the message stored? Um, let's see here. They have the, the infrastructure, but, whatever message you send to them is encrypted on your computer before it gets sent to them so they can never read it. Oh, I see. So that's a, a design kind of thing. Um, it, but I think I've tried it a little bit just to see what it looks like. Um, it's pretty cool. It's, um, I guess, like the one components maybe that's not out there yet of the, like, succession planning kind of thing. If you want to you know, provide someone with a message without them knowing about it beforehand or having access to it beforehand. So that's pretty cool. Um, and you can do it privately, which is really nice because you don't even have to give your name or anything. Um, you just don't put your email in there and, and it'll, it'll be really private. So, um, so it's really nice. It's super easy. Um, it takes two minutes to do it. It just works. So um, for like, a, I guess, some kind of beta release, it, it looks pretty pretty good um and i think he's maybe contemplating adding um a cancel option i'm not sure um because they don't have it right now um but apparently a lot of people are asking for it so that may be something coming up yeah don't give your keys to your girlfriend you just met i guess is basically what people are worried about huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't tell them to come looking for something else. yeah that's it <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and apparently now if you stop paying, you just the message goes off. So if you just want to stop using the service, the only way is to let the message go. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's, that's a good idea. <laughs> Seems like they definitely need a cancel option. <laughs> yeah, because they say it's fine, just switch wallets, but that only works for the Bitcoin part if you're like sending, I don't know, part of a multi-sig or something. If you're right. sending any other message that, can't be transferred or stopped uh then you you have a problem <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> i wonder if something like this can just be built on top of lightning and just have it be like completely automated you know instead of having to rely on like a third party eventually probably this on top of like btc pay or something <laughs> Who knows? No, I think it's really cool. Uh, it's just a nice entrepreneurial thing he came up with there. I like it. Um, it'll be needed out there at some point. So really. And cool. it's unique. I mean, I don't know of any other options really that are similar. Aside from going through lawyers and all that kind of stuff, yeah. which, yeah, you don't want to do that, right? So The cheapest cool. succession plan you can find. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, Wasabi had a big update this week. Um, I've been testing. I've been playing around around with Wasabi yeah, a couple weeks now. I've been really holding out for Whirlpool. Um, that's I think test test net for that for those that joined is tomorrow. So I'm excited for that. But um, the Wasabi wallet's been great. Uh, it's everything's P2P over Tor hardware wallet support, which was cool to see. Um, 
they got the lurking wife mode, which I, I don't know. I think he might've changed the name of that. Cause I think he was getting some flack online about, uh, being a little sexist there. So that might've changed, but, uh, yes, yeah, just got some better bandwidth options. Everything Napar is doing. I've never met him, uh, but he's always in that chat. Everything he's doing is great. Um, I know you guys are Keto and ask you, I, I'm sure you guys have played around with it. BZ, Pet, uh, Veritas, I'm not too sure if you guys have or not, but what do y'all think? So we we run all the phones we receive from Nodal customers through Wasabi, actually. Uh, it's like the minimum uh, privacy we we can give everyone who is buying from us. And uh, we, we've met Nopara, and he's, uh, he's one of the nicest persons in the space. He's really, I think, very... <laughs> Definitely no bad intention be behind anything he's doing. And uh, I'm very sad about the drama and the snowflakes that came after him because of the name of the feature. Yeah, heck yeah, that's great. Um, I've, I've enjoyed working with it. Uh, it's really, everything's extremely self, uh, very easy to do. And the labeling system they do in there, I think is awesome because you can type whatever you want. And as the... UTXOs come back out. If it's a change, it tells you, okay, this late, all the labels are in that combined to show you where all the, the UTXOs funneled out of or funnel back into. So it's really, it's really a cool, uh, cool setup they've done. So, yeah. And, and which is great. It forces you to label everything. So yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, and that's important. That's a big thing with privacy. Cause if you don't know where you're, UTXOs came from or where they're going, it's kind of defeating the purpose of trying to keep it private, right? So, yeah, it forces you to get new addresses every time, too, which you know people kind of know, but they I don't think anyone else enforces that really. You don't have you don't have any other choice, yeah. It's naturally, it, you're right. I didn't even think of that actually, but you're absolutely right yeah. there. So, huh. there's like user experience type of decisions that they're taking that. In a way, no one talks about that much compared to, I mean, the rest, which is obviously good mixing, but um, which makes it super easy and always um, like privacy books, it's really. So it's smart. Yep, agreed. No, I agree 100%. Um, cold card. Keto, we're going to have you talk about this because I saw you uh, somehow manage to slide a SD card behind the slot. So I'm excited to hear how that worked, but um, they had a big update, uh, software 2.03. Uh, the transaction signing speed's been improved um, and a warning for high miners fees. And I know recently they just added the, what do we want to call them, clicky buttons? Is that a good uh, explanation Yay. for it? <laughs> um, I have gen one there. I. I it's been working great for me, so I have no qualms or issues with that. But talk about it. What do you think? I actually bricked my Gen 1 because of the keyboard. So, uh, well, I was probably one of the people pushing NVK to, to switch to clicky buttons as soon as possible. And I'm very happy with the Gen 2. I'm, the, I'm just having it in my hand and clicking on the buttons all day long now. Uh, such a satisfying device. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's 
it's definitely the the best hardware wallet around uh being totally air gapped for from any computer and um yeah the only problem is the the apparently the sd card slot varies in height and uh on the mac 2 i got the gap between the case and the slot is really big so the card just like naturally enters in the hole between them Oh, that's great. So, so my idea was to take some old shitty SD cards and just fill the device with SD cards. So, <laughs> if I if I put one in the hole, it doesn't enter anymore. <laughs> I think I will a, I will send him a picture like that. Two. That's a Mac Two. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. On so I I have like three Mac Ones, uh, and they all have a small gap. You you really have to to voluntarily put the SD card there, and on the Mac Two, it just enters by itself. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. I saw that picture on online or on Twitter. I was like, "Damn, that's pretty impressive." So that's uh, at least you shoved enough in there not to let the good ones go. So that's a good <laughs> yeah. thing. And for the record, there is a there is really some uh, personal link to this device because he's using the same secure chip as I wanted to use for my hardware wallet when I wanted to build one. So, oh no, kidding. Okay, yeah. that's awesome. So can you yeah. explain to people how to not brick your Mark 1s? Like, would you like hit too many buttons at the same time? Huh. So it's really stupid, actually, because I, I was so upset because of this unreliable keyboard that I just gave up trying to use it and forgot my PIN code. Uh, and that's the only thing you should never forget. And that's why probably you're supposed to write it down on the card you get, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Which I didn't do, obviously. <laughs> oh, shit. That's crazy. Oh, man. Well, at least it still has some coin on there. You just got to... Well, maybe it doesn't. I hope it doesn't if you, lo if you really uh, lost it. But at least it's still there. You just got to remember it after a few drinks or something. Yeah. So, we'll see. <laughs> Um, so Samsung, and this was interesting, invested a good chunk of change, 2.6 million euros uh, or $2.9 million into, I guess, is it Ledger? So that's interesting. Um, I feel like one, somebody posted about that at Keto. Was that you that posted something about that today? Or somebody, maybe I, I maybe asked how to get a refund for my Ledger Nano X. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's interesting. I mean, now you got big, big, well, big-ass company now buying into your hardware wallet. So in my mind, that's not a good thing. But who knows? I mean, they might make it more seamless for noobs getting in. I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean... It's it's an interesting move by Samsung. I mean, based on that article, it's it said that Samsung's looking to kind of create their own coin or they have their own blockchain initiatives. So maybe, I don't know, they're they're using Ledger to kind of better understand like uh, self-custody of digital assets and, and things like that. Um, I think it's a little bit sad because I think it just kind of will further Ledger's commitment to, um, you know, working to support more altcoins instead of focusing on maybe adding, um, you know, more and, and better features for like um, the Bitcoin um, component of its uh, of, of its hardware wallet. Um, so I don't know. I think it's it's interesting, but it's I don't really think it's you know that it means that much for for Bitcoiners as a, as a whole. 
Yeah, interesting. Uh, isn't Samsung the one that has like the quote unquote cold storage on their new phones or something? Yeah, they're supposed to have something like that. Or like they added digital um, like wallet support on their new flagship yeah, sorry, not, Samsung not phones. Cold storage, but like a hardware wallet. I, I think they're. I think they have a secure chip. Yeah. Kind of like the Google Pixel, the Pixel Three. I think this S ten or whatever came out. Secure yeah. enclave or something. I, yeah, I it's know. more than a secure enclave. It's like a dedicated uh, secure part of the. It, it reminds me more of the T one or T two chip in Apple devices, actually. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I, I think there is another idea behind that investment. Actually, they want Ledger to build the app to use this chip. Interesting. That, that's my understanding, at least. I see. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I'm guessing that they're moving in that direction. Might as well start planting seeds on some of these like um, smaller companies in the, like, you know, in our space. And then someday if they need to, they just buy it out completely or something. Crazy. Well, we'll see. But enough on that. Um, real quick before, we'll, I'll just spit through this real quick. Looks like Gab forked a Brave browser. Who would have thought somebody needed to to get that token out of there? So hopefully they'll imp implement Bitcoin and Lightning into the, whatever browser they end up creating. I think that was an inevitable thing coming at some point from somebody. I don't know, but we'll see. Um, Electrum Personal Server had a new release. Uh, that You can check that out on their GitHub for those that are running it. And... Other than that, it's noddle time, guys. Uh, you got everybody listening. You can check out the rest of the stuff on the article, uh, the, the the items we put onto lightninghood.com, different games, programs, software, whatever we added on here, and I haven't even read through it all. Thanks, BZ. Appreciate you doing that. Check um, out the meme at the end. Oh, the meme at the end. <laughs> That's uh, the best meme. Bitcoin is cash. Bitcoin is a store of value. Bitcoin is a protocol. Bitcoin is whatever you want it to be. Ah, very nice. Where'd you find Amazing. that? Yeah, that's funny. Um, <laughs> that's funny. All right. Well, that's the end of the lightning hood part of the going over our article. So now we want to take some time to talk noddle. Um, I guess with that being said, where did you all start? How did this, how did the process start for you guys creating this? What was the kind of, what was the thought process here? Huh. So it, it started now slightly more than two years ago. I think it was uh, April 7, 2017. Uh, I've built a Bitcoin full node for my personal use. It was based on the Raspberry Pi 0W and, uh, and an SSD. And all that was like glued together and put in a in a case of an external hard drive. So it was really small. Like you could just plug it into any computer and for power supply, and you you had your full node running. Uh, no intention to make it any product or commercial product. It was just for fun for me. And uh, one year after, I tried to SSH into the device, and it was actually dead. So I started unmounting it and. Uh, looking why it died and how it died and mo mostly all the components were dead. <laughs> uh, 
uh, inside. So I decided to build a new one and uh, restarted from the same hardware. And one year later, it was, I mean, when I started it first time in 2017, it took a week to synchronize. Um, when I tried in 2018, it was taking already close to two or three weeks on a, on a Raspberry Zero. Oh, so I right. tried bigger devices like, of course, the Raspberry Pi. I don't know what was at the time, the two or the three, the first version. Uh, and none of these devices were really satisfy, satisfying my requirement of being able to synchronize in less than a week. That was my, my goal. Uh, so I bought like every ARM board in a Raspberry Pi form factor that was <laughs> possible to buy on the market at the time. Uh, and also tried like different storages, uh, regular hard drives. Uh, Western Digital had a range of hard drives for Raspberry Pi, so I, I tried those. Uh, just some regular laptop hard drives, um, SSDs and hybrid drives with part SSD and part hard drive. And the only configuration that was really satisfactory was this ROCK64 board uh, with, the, with an SSD. Uh, so having a, a board of the form factor of a Raspberry Pi and an SSD, I started looking on the market for some case and uh, and additional board to, to glue that together in something not requiring any external cables and uh, just a power supply and an Ethernet uh, cable. And uh, it was during Baltic Honey Badger 2018, I decided that maybe it's a good idea to make a, a product out of it because uh, in that time, uh, Raspberry Blitz was pretty popular and uh, the Casanod was announced. I don't think it was delivered yet, but uh, it was at least announced. Uh, and I said that uh, at HCPP 18, I will show a finished device, which I did on WCN. And then we started taking pre-orders for the first 21 units. I remember that. So it, yeah, so yeah. it was entirely financed by these 21 pre-orders. And until today, we are running only uh, with the cash we get uh, from the orders we are getting from our customers. Yeah, that sounds like lightning fast. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you guys. I mean, that's uh, just, I got mine just to let everybody online know. I got mine, uh, what, I guess Friday, Thursday. And it's a darn brick, man. I mean, you can stand and jump on this thing and it'd be fine. I don't know about throwing it because I you don't want to jostle the stuff inside around. But, I mean, it, it's been phenomenal and it synced the hard drive in just over... <laughs> 48 hours, not the hard drive, it synced uh, the Bitcoin blockchain in just over 48 hours. So that was extremely impressive. Um, so I, it's been great. I love it. And uh, great job on the build there. I think it's, uh, and the UI is great. So it's been nice to see. I appreciate it. Yeah, and also one thing I would like to say, because uh, this weekend was pretty uh, hard on Twitter on us because of many people saying, like, just use an old laptop. You don't have to buy a device. Don't feed a commercial company. Uh, we are not a company. We 
on, on our website, if you look and on the another interface, it's written Lighting Solutions Uncorporated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I think I said something in the chat about that. I was like, it's great. Yeah, we, we are really trying to, to go full Bitcoin on this. We only use a prepaid uh, Bitcoin credit card to pay the suppliers. And uh, as long as we can, we are trying to not get any external investment or or any fiat or any anything that would corrupt us and uh, and change the the nature of the project so all the rnd we are doing now is financed all by the tiny margin we are making because of the issues which start to be well known about the board we are using i'm i'm looking on my left and i see like 20 dead uh, let's say with air quotes boards uh which represents like one thousand dollars <laughs> Oh, of unused hardware and uh yeah so no, it, it it's not easy <laughs> so i mean the manufacturer i would assume would comp you on that right i mean they should so no. i i i'm talking like almost daily with two very great guys working for that company um the company is pine 64 the manufacturer of the rock 64 board and they're like uh kernel developers for linux and uh the fixes are actually already merged in the original branch of the Linux kernel, which is maintained by Linus Torvalds himself. Uh, but they are not yet in the Linux distribution we are using on the device. So as soon as they will be, we will be able to reuse these uh, 20 bolts we have lying around. Interesting. Okay. So it's a software issue, not necessarily the hardware itself. All right, it's a hardware issue, which is fixable by software, like most of the CPU problems. Interesting. Huh. So how did you, how did you and ask you get together? I mean, what's the, I, I assume your friends from home or something or your business partners somehow, what was that connection there? We are friends from Bitcoin meetup. Uh, I think it was his first time uh actually maybe maybe he can tell that story and uh, he, he has some trouble yeah i'm not sure i get all the conversation guys it's not uh my audio dies on me sometimes but um yeah, yeah well when we, we met at the bar that's where cool man. Yeah, that's where the best <laughs> ideas come from right there yeah so uh you know we had a few ideas and and eventually we we you know, we just thought maybe we we'd do this together, but um, met at the bar, talked Bitcoin, and in I guess basically the thing is, uh, we just look at things the same way, kind of. So, you know, made sense for us. Nice. And what what do you? I mean, what's your background? Do you do software? I mean, are you coding? Or are you? No, what? not at all. I'm a banker. Uh, well. Good insight then of why we need to be in Bitcoin, right? I'm but Bankster, you misspelled it again. Bankster. <laughs> I love it. No, uh, I actually I said recently, like, I'm trying to exit scam the banking industry. Um, and uh, it's pretty much true. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see in a few in a few months where I'm at. But um, that's the background, at least. Nice. All right. So, you know, the finance side. So that's good. All the reason to be in this in Bitcoin right now, right? Jeez. All the crap going on. So what's, um, I guess from a, all right, so you made a comment, Keto, earlier. I know you took your uh, the node to some of the conferences. 
at this point, you always have to, and this is with any of them, I would assume, but at this point, you always have to have um, a hardwire Ethernet plugged in. Are we to the point where it could run or there's a Wi-Fi opportunity so you can truly make something like this portable, uh, easily portable? Um, or what? Uh, how does that look? And I'm just asking for my own personal reasons. Um, you can actually buy a Wi-Fi dongle for 10 bucks on Amazon and plug it in and it will work. Uh, you need a few comments, which I will be happy to give you on the Telegram channel. Well, shit. That's easy. I thought it was going to be a harder explanation. That's uh, 10 bucks. Can't beat that. No, uh, the, the only reason we are running without Wi-Fi integrated on the board is because the ROG64 doesn't have integrated Wi-Fi, which is kind of great because having a radio on the board is always a trust issue, let's mm. say. Mm -hmm. uh, it does have something, though, which is hidden by the box, which is designed for a Raspberry Pi and not for a ROG64. Uh, if you open the, the box, you will see that there is an infrared receiver in the node because this board is designed for uh, media centers for running, like uh, watching your videos and, uh, and stuff. Uh, so it actually has a remote control receiver on the board. So uh, technically we could, uh, if you put it in your living room, we could like listen to all the remote control commands you are sending to your TV and uh, guess what you're watching. No shit. Uh, <laughs> no but if the box is not designed for this board, uh, we actually can't because the, the receiver is hidden behind a piece of metal. Interesting. But if you're extra paranoid, you can just take some tweezers and pliers and, uh, and cut it out. Dude, that's the least thing I got to worry about with all these like these smart TVs and everything out of here. It, it, it's, in, it's unreal. That's little pliers on the little board here. I'm not even worried about that's uh, it's mind blowing what's going on out there, but I, I can't believe for 10 bucks, I could have it hooked up to Wi-Fi. I mean, that that's really cool. I mean, what yeah, do you... Max from WCN is actually running it on Wi-Fi. So dang it, Max, I'm going to have to, uh, I see him he, in the chat. He, over he, here. He, he was running it on the on Wi-Fi on his phone in the bus. So, you know, everything's what? possible. <laughs> oh, shoot. That's freaking awesome. All right. Well, that's cool. Um, so what else? All right. So right now on the noddle, we've got um, Bitcoin D, you got LND, of course. We've got Tor running. Uh, so you have a full uh, Tor on your Bitcoin D and Lightning Network. Uh, we've got Electrum Personal Server. We got BTC Pay and we got RTL or Ride the Lightning uh, wallet built in. That's a lot of shit, man. You guys, uh, you guys pumped it out. It's great. Um, I, to me, the most important thing in all this is the tour integration. I think uh, getting, getting stop putting our IP addresses out there or the ClearNet IP addresses is very important. So it's awesome to see a lot of people integrating tour now. Um, what was what was kind of going through your guys' mind when you guys were putting all this together? What was the most important thing for you guys to get out there? I mean, or is it just mainly what people were asking you for, I guess? Yeah, that's the idea. Actually, we, we want to integrate the most popular uh, Bitcoin and Lightning software and, uh, and also the, the software from people who share our values. For example, the RTR guys are working very closely with us. They 
they were always uh, very supportive and uh, very reactive when we asked some some change in the software. Um, yeah, I, the, really the idea behind the Dodo is to give you the, the most comprehensive device possible and, uh, and give you the choice of running the implementation you want. So we are totally open in running C-Lightning. We met with Chris Decker in uh, Malta and uh, and uh, C-Lightning is coming late. Uh, I promised it for last week and it will be probably in the in the next next release coming in uh, in 10 days. Um, so C-Lightning, all right, so this is probably a stupid question, but I'm going to ask it. LND and C-Lightning, I'm assuming you can't run them together on the same board, can you? Or can you? You, you totally can. They would just be running on two different ports. Um, or Tor, right? Then you could just. Yeah, or just Tor. Yeah, totally. So you can have. That's interesting. So you can play with how did. Yeah, I was going to say you can play with uh, API. Yeah, and, and people things. want to play with Charge and Spark and stuff like that. So I think C Lightning is a really good addition. One question I have, so I know Max has um, made a really awesome uh, tutorial about how you can connect Wasabi Wallet uh, to your nodal. And um, I was just curious if you guys were planning on kind of making that um, an integrated feature within the uh, the dashboard. Um, it's a, I mean, as I understand, it's not the most challenging process um, to connect the two. But I um, was curious if you guys had plans to try to integrate that into your guys' dashboard to make that process even easier. So currently, you can connect Wasabi just for uh, for the block download. Um, it's a pretty limited use. Um, one idea we had was to run Wasabi, at least the daemon, the mixing daemon of Wasabi directly on the box. Uh, but uh, we have some challenges with some libraries. I didn't check the latest versions because we have many other things going on and I don't have time to to pursue all the leads, but uh, we definitely would like to see Wasabi running on the Nodo itself. That is awesome. I guess that and uh, Whirlpool is an option too when that comes out, I'm sure. I don't know what the integration differences are, but you know, it's... So Whirlpool is actually already running on the Nodo. Um, it's very easy to run. We just, it's just a lack of time to, to integrate the, the UI part so you can just install it and run it. So you're run. So no, you're already. Running. I, I have it running on my uh, on my node. So are you running the? So I'm in that test group for them that's launching tomorrow. That's going to be a desktop app, basically. That's it doesn't it won't allow you to send and or it won't allow you to send or anything. But it just kind of connects you into the pool. Is that what you're running currently? Yeah. So what it does actually, you put the same seed you have on your Samurai wallet on your phone. Yeah. And every funds you have in your wallet will be automatically mixed. And uh, when they are mixed, you'll see that they are mixed in the UI of the wallet on the phone. Son of a gun. All right. The only matter with that is uh, you have to have the seed of your like main Bitcoin wallet on the Nodo. And, uh, and I'm delaying that as much as I can because... <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we, we are kind of becoming a custodial wallet. It's still your box, it still belongs to you, but uh, 
having private keys and seeds is another level of security. So what do you mean by all right? So I know you have I'm I know I'm gonna have to import basically my backup for my samurai. And I'm I'm considering samurai a hot wallet. Don't keep not gonna keep a lot of funds, blah, blah, blah. But what you're saying is if you integrate it and somebody has to import their backup or type their seed in, however they get it on there, technically it's pinging, is it pinging the server that you guys up send updates through? Is that what you mean by that, I guess? Uh, no, you, you will just uh, put it in through the Nodo UI, which is totally local. We don't have any access to it. And uh, as soon as it's uh, transferred to Samurai, to, to the Whirlpool, agent is encrypted with a password. So there are two solutions. Or we integrate a feature that the password, the, like, like we do for LND, uh, there will be an auto-unlock feature that will just type the password for you, meaning we store the password in clear text on the device. Or we will make you type the password every time you want to restart the, the mixing agent. Interesting. Um... Okay, that's uh, that's quite interesting, actually. Um, I'm I'm excited to see how that point pans out. That excites me there, so I appreciate that. Uh, what what do you guys? So, what question? I know uh, Veritas, BZ, you all had some questions you wanted to throw out there. I don't lose? remember the question that I asked when we were uh, right before we went on the show. And I was like, oh, I need to remember to ask this question again. And I totally, I'm totally blanking on it. I don't remember what it was. Maybe VZ has one. Um, I mean, I'm honestly, my, my biggest question was about kind of wasabi and um, just hearing you guys talk about um, plans there and, and having already kind of having Whirlpool running on the noddle is incredibly exciting. Like you guys are well ahead of the curve. I mean, I guess if, if I had to come up with a question, what's kind of uh, what do you kind of see your guys' roadmap um, as being for uh, I guess the rest of 2019 um, in terms of I guess what what features or things would you like to have um, integrated into the noddle um, by year end, like your your big um, milestones for the year? Um, the the closest one is next week we'll be releasing the uh, the backup feature which will allow you to to have a backup of the of everything that needs to be kept from the device in case it burns or crashes uh, so basically how this will work you'll connect a thumb drive in the back of the device and uh, it will receive an encrypted backup of your lnd seed of uh of the btc pay server database and um, and every time the channels the static channel backup of lnd is updated it will get a copy of it so normally if the device crashes you just take this drive and you plug it in into any computer and you can restore all your funds and your uh financial data from btc pay server because if you're running a physical business and you have some uh, point of sale type of operation in the Nodo, you you want to keep the copy of the database. But that, uh, that still closes all your channels from Lightning, though. 
yeah, you you still have to force close all the channels to to restore the fonts. Um, but yeah, at least you can you can restore them. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm curious uh, as an update. Do you think that force closing would eventually change, or is that kind of hardwired into the software itself? I don't I I don't know myself. So I, I think to describe that as like a first like a first layer defense, and then future releases will have uh, other like backup channel, uh, backup options, but this is kind of like, uh, you know, the last effort or whatever. I think that's how I understood it. Yeah, I, I, I think I don't see what would prevent from having a backup capable of restoring the live wallet. Uh, actually, now I'm thinking that we could just uh since we get this static backup updated every time a channel moves or is it only at opening time i don't remember um i think it is every time there's a change in a channel because whether if, if it's every time if there is a change we could just copy the whole lnd directory uh, which contains all the data to restore the lnd instance yeah i thought it was every time that you open the channel i don't know that it's every time it changes I thought that the static channel backup was like um, basically, you know, the the worst case scenario, and then there are other methods for you to like update the the stat, like the state of the channel uh, for other kind of backups. But that wasn't like out yet. But yeah, they sure. definitely have a dynamic channel backup uh, coming. Interesting. All right. Well, let's. I think what you guys yeah, are doing. So Plug in yeah, that, that's like awesome. the closest uh, closest features we'll release. Uh, next, we have some uh, updates in the Tor support. Uh, we'll allow to open hidden services for absolutely any running service on the Nodo. So if you want to access your BTC Pay or the Nodo admin interface or RTR or anything, you will be able to expose a hidden service on Tor for that. Hmm. Um, C-Lightning. Uh, Alternatives for RTL. Uh, there are some other projects which are pretty cool. There's LND admin, and uh, the same guy made something pretty cool for exploring the the on-chain uh, blocks. So we we'll, we are planning to integrate that. He just contacted us yesterday on Twitter. Um, so what kind of? I mean, this is a strong board. Then I mean, we're able to. You're able to do quite a bit on this. It sounds like. I, I mean, what, where the where do the limitations come at? I guess, or what what are the limitations? the The main problem we are facing is uh, the CPU architecture. We are not running on a PC architecture. It's an ARM sixty four processor, and sometimes we reach some stupid limitations because of one library being not working on ARM. Uh, that's the case for BISC, for example. We wanted very hard to have BISC running on the device, but it just doesn't compile on it. Hmm. Uh, it will probably change in the future, but uh, today we can't run it. So that's the... Uh, every day we are considering switching to an Intel platform for mostly this reason, but uh, ARM has some other advantages we would not like to, to lose. Gotcha. That's interesting. Um, I saw Zeus Wallet. I think that's kind of, or is that part of something coming up, uh, the integration? 
Uh, just while it is pretty easy, just a question of generating another QR code than for Zap because they're using a different protocol to connect to LND. Um, yeah, it's I. It's a shame I didn't release it yet because it's really like one, a one-line fix to to implement. Oh, okay, oh, that's cool. So I actually today just trying things out. I uh, you've heard of Pebble Wallet, I assume. Um, or maybe not, but it's another one out there that has a pretty decent UI. Um, I, I scanned the LND Connect from uh, from the GUI, and it works. It's on local. I can't do it off off site, but at at my house or anywhere local, I can do it. So that was cool to see. So that's another one that kind of works there. Yeah, that, that's another thing which will be coming. It's just a documentation question. It's a zero tier support. Um, so the the reason why I don't want to put it in the in the GUI of the Nodo is because it requires you to subscribe to an account on a third party service, uh, so it may have some privacy issues. And uh, but this will allow you very easily to access your Nodo from the outside for using uh, things like Zeus or Zap or Pebble. Awesome! Yeah, that's great. And even, I guess, connecting fairly easily through SSH or other yeah, options, yeah. Right? We, the, yeah. the advantage of zero tier is like it builds a private network between all the devices you connect to the to this uh, virtual network. And uh, you can reach any service running on any of these devices. That's awesome. Well, like I said, you guys are adding things left and right here. I mean, it's a no-brainer in my mind. It's, it's amazing. One, uh, I kind of want to ask you guys, just hearing all of the things that you guys plan to incorporate um, into the Noddle kind of, and just owning a, a Noddle and a, a Casa as well, but it's really kind of opened my mind to like Bitcoin being sort of this operating system and having devices like the Noddle, it, it's kind of like facilitating that role um, where you have all of these different applications that run on top of Bitcoin or Lightning and your guys' device kind of serves as this um, this platform in which you can pick from this wide menu of applications um, to incorporate um, um, into your device, and that allows you to kind of interface and interact with them. And it's really like you can build your, you know, whatever you need um, this device to be or whatever purpose you're looking to use it for, um, you can really build your own custom menu for you. Um, for yourself, which I think is really interesting. Like it's really becoming um, almost an operating system in that way. And was just curious if you guys had maybe any thoughts about that or how you how you see devices such as the Noddle kind of opening the door for Bitcoin to become maybe more of that. I guess that's part of the the vision from the get go. Um, it the, the first iteration of it came with. Um, just the, the Bitcoin, LND, and BTC Pay server. And it was a way to, you know, power your own shop in a, in a way. And mm -hmm. um, we wanted to add on top of that gradually. And, um, you know, we're still missing the Explorer, et cetera. You didn't have Tor at first. But most people weren't able to put everything together by themselves or it was too complicated, too long, too pricey, whatever. Um, if you bring it and put it all together, 
that's kind of when the magic happens kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And we want, I I guess part of the, I mean, that the question before, like part of the vision is to, to actually have people have an end to end use in the real world uh, tomorrow um, from their phone, from their house, from their store um, and using every single one of these services and using it in the right way and mixing their coins every time they receive them and they pass them over to someone else. And given that opportunity to people who want to use Bitcoin to use it in a Bitcoin loop and have that Bitcoin economy that's, you know, big enough that people can participate in. And that really happens end to end. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I mean, that's that's great. It's great to hear. Well, as early as we're in it, you know, there's enough, there's a start of a good chunk of people that are participating that way already. And just wait until it really kicks in and why we're all in this for a reason, right? And these devices will have kind of set in stone the values of what they're there for and people will flock to them. You know, I mean, it's all private key, protect your keys and be able to control your money and spend it how you wish mobily or locally. However, um, it's, it's phenomenal. I, the space blows my mind. So, yeah. And don't do it it without protecting your privacy at the same time kind of thing. Tor or whatever else will be there for sure. And you have to realize like, some countries that don't have any other options like other than just cash um, with all of this, this stack, they can have an e-commerce site up and running and, you know, host everything kind of like locally. They don't have to rely on infrastructure that may not really be available to them. You know, we take a lot of things for granted in kind of like the developed world, but um, you know, this is really like a solution to a lot of people in the, uh, like all over the world that, that don't have that kind of easy option available to them i agree we take everything for granted except for privacy we're all bad at that but hopefully getting better so this is helping us <laughs> um we take yes, cash for no. granted you know i'm not sure we'll be using cash in a few years it'll be gone i yeah I no it's kind of sad that. that's the ultimate privacy right there <laughs> very that. <laughs> kind of do the pablo escobar bury it and it you pull it up and it's wet soggy full of rats and and, and worth like uh 50 less than when you buried it right yeah that's right <laughs> good old inflation um yeah that's right so uh hell we've almost been on an hour um and i know what time it's what twelve thirty there guys right yeah just about Ooh, sorry um We'll start wrapping this up. We really appreciate you guys jumping on there, but I wanted to definitely make sure and mention uh, you two, uh, I know will be at the 2019 Bitcoin conference in San Francisco on, what is it? June 25th and 26th. I'll be there myself. I'm excited to meet you guys uh, face to face, which will be awesome. Um, I want to make sure anybody that's listening out there and whoever listens tomorrow or whenever come to the uh conference 
it's inexpensive. This isn't consensus, not charging you 1500 bucks or whatever garbage that is. I mean, right now you're 150 bucks a ticket. Uh, you'll be able to interact with a ton of people. You guys were saying, heck, there's almost 2000 registers already, which is phenomenal. I think uh, they're planning on that. Yeah. Gosh, wow, that's but crazy. Speakers. I mean, everybody that's sponsoring, it's a really good group of people, which I'm excited about. So I think and it's Bitcoin a- only. Yeah. That's amazing. Hey, Pura, can you grab me some uh, nodal swag when you're over there? <laughs> yeah. Grab some for BZ, too. <laughs> yeah, I got I you. I got you. Why don't you all come? Come on. Um, no, so you guys will be there. I know you're going to have booth there. Hopefully, you'll have plenty of nodals to sell because I can almost guarantee you'll sell out of them if you do. Um, but what else in your all's mind? What do you guys, you have anything you want to say to everybody before we hop off here? Um, maybe while at the, the conference, maybe we're hoping that some of the swag will come from, I think one of the live listeners on the YouTube channel. So he'll probably recognize himself yeah. if he's still listening at this time. Hi. <laughs> um, and I think we'll be the next month or so we'll be going to Essen in Germany by the end of the month. Um, then Munich, um, Beginning of January for the, the Lightning Hack Day. Beginning of Jan- of uh, June, we'll be in Amsterdam at the Break in Bitcoin conference. Um, and awesome. then San Francisco, I think. That's the next month or so. You guys are rolling all over the place. That's great. Dude, I wish I was going to Munich. I've been there once and drank a shitload of beer. But it's look forward to going there in San Francisco. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, that's awesome. Well, what you guys are doing out there is awesome. We appreciate you coming on. Appreciate what you're building the most. I mean, that's uh, that's great. I recommend everybody check it out. If you don't have one, go on Noddle, N-O-D-L dot I-T, Noddle it. Um, grab you one. Take a look at what they got. It's phenomenal. I can recommend it myself, and I know BZ's really happy with it, so... Without, uh, I guess that's about it. We hit 30, uh, basically, yeah, we hit an hour right on the dot. So appreciate your all's time. Everybody want to say goodbye, and then we'll uh, we'll catch you all next week on Lightning Hood Live to give you the wrap-up. So Awesome, guys. Thank you so much, and uh, keep up the great work. Thank you for oh, having Thanks you. for having us. All right. See you, and we'll hop off in just a second here. Thanks again for checking out this episode of Lightning Hood Live. Make sure and check us out at www.lightninghood.com and follow us on Twitter at lightning underscore hood. We'll see y'all next week.